Hello. Hello, zoners. Hey. Hi. <laughs> That's how we're opening this episode. Welcome back. Yeah, we normally just open it with like, all right. <laughs> now it's hello. <laughs> so, welcome back to Twilight. Podcast at 20,000 feet. That's what we're called. <laughs> That's what we're called. This you week. came up with the title, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> this week we watched 16 Millimeter Shrine, which was episode four. Episode. Before we get into that, uh, we had I had two random people, not random, I know who both of you are, email me trying to correct me on last week. We all know who Martin Landau is, but I <laughs> yes, did not give do. him enough credit. The man is a genuine movie star. Yes, he is. Um, I knew this. I kind of hoped most listeners would know that. Yeah, I think it was our assumption that everybody knew that. Yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> but so, yeah. so now we we have to... I was just letting everyone know. I guess give credit when credit is due. We better make sure that when the uh, Will Shatner ones come oh, up... Oh, okay, we, we better... Like, guys, just so you know, we know who Will Shatner is. I'm yeah. not, not going to do that. You're not going to do that? <laughs> Fuck <Okay>. Will Shatner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. God right. damn it. Now we're going to get more emails. Damn it, Alex. <laughs> you know what? Direct your emails to www.soundsquare... What? Are, I don't know. That joke sucked. Okay. <laughs> SoundCloud? I don't care. We're going to edit this part out. No, okay. we're not. <laughs> okay, so my favorite you thing edit it, so. is it starts with yes. Um, so the episode, <laughs> the episode, sixteen millimeter shrine starts with just kind of this image of this man and this woman, and they're you know their noses about an inch apart, and they're saying lovely things to each other, and the man has this gigantic feather sticking out of his hat, which made me really happy. I don't know about you guys. Didn't even yeah. notice the no, feather. No, I noticed it. No, gigantic <laughs> feather. I was there. I was and happy. It's very obviously a movie. You know, yeah. it's got like the glowy edges around the and edges, yeah. and she had the 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 soft the filter uh, going on in the sparkly eyes. Yeah, yes. so it's a movie, and then <laughs> they do. I don't remember. They whispered something to each other, and then it cuts to the lady who's in that scene watching this movie like in the dark in her room. Mm-hmm. And um, the voiceover starts to introduce the episode, which this is my favorite introduction so far. The words, like the play on words, he was like, "pick," because it always starts with "picture of a blank." This started with "picture of a woman watching a picture" or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, very clever. Yeah. And it's, um, the hit-and-run years have left her on the pavement, and she's trying to get the license number of, of the... Fleeting fame? Fleeting fame. fame. Yeah. God, it, it was, was really pretty. Yeah, it was very well... I kind of wanted a car to come in later in the episode. Like, okay, so we have this car metaphor happening. Are we going to get a car? <laughs> oh, we already saw, like, a four-year-old get hit by a car. We I guess we're done with cars <laughs> now. Okay. Yeah. Well, also, sure she was, like, that metaphor was saying she had been, like, hit by this car. She's laying on the pavement, yeah. looking at the light, well, trying to see the, the license plate. that she's plate. sitting in a very comfy looking yeah. chair. Well, in a yeah. very nice living Well, that's room. metaphor, <laughs> darling. <laughs> All right, moving past the metaphor, which was a very good metaphor, but... Mm-hmm. So, um, the voiceover ends, and then a maid comes into the room with, like, a tray of, like, tea and shit, but the lady's not in there, and she's like, where are you? Where are you? She looks kind of nervous, and yeah. she's, like, looking around like, oh, no, I have to find her again. Where'd she go? Yeah, they, they seem terrified of this yeah. woman. And then this woman kind of, like, emerges from behind the screen. Like, she just walks around it, and she's like, I'm right here. And the lady jumps. She's like, oh, shit, you're here. Yeah. I thought that was an overreaction. I feel yeah. like she probably knew she was in the room. It shouldn't have been that surprising. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the maid was kind of 
out of place here. Yeah, <laughs> like, she, she was, was always scared. a little overacting. Yeah. I mean, the lady was being... We sh- there's two ladies here. We have Sally, the maid, and we have Miss Trenton, the old actress who's had hit-and-run years. Um, yeah, I'm just going to call them different names. So. Mrs. Trenton <laughs> really is quite... I want to call her Barbie. Yeah. Barbie. Yeah, oh, Barbie. Was, I'm going to stick with Barbie. Yeah, she, Barbie. They called her Barbie. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, she was horrifying. She uh-huh. was just like a very scary f- figure almost. Yeah. Almost ghostly is how I would... Which is what they're going for, I think. Yeah. And it's, I just love how like the na- the maid puts down the coffee tray and she like backs out of the room slowly. Yeah. <laughs> she like doesn't ever like turn her back to this woman and She's she just like, looks so terrified the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, it makes you wonder, like, what did she do in the past that I this woman's so frightened of I feel like her. Barbie has been hitting this woman. Like, I, I, that's a thing. She might snack. be throwing the, the snack back at her. Something's going on. Okay, so she scares the maid. And then the maid goes outside and the doorbell rings. So she goes and gets it. Um, and she opens it up and it's a man that they're obviously familiar with each other. His name is Danny. We'll call him Danny from here on out. His also name is also Mr. Weiss, but Danny. Yeah. Fuck last names. Okay. <laughs> so but Danny. He's Weiss. He's wise. I don't know. I thought there was some play on words there. He's the I, one trying to talk reason. I did not. But <laughs> Okay. I did not find him very wise. But so um no. he's there and the maid is just like, "Man, this this lady's getting so much worse. And he's like, let me talk to her. And she's like, no, this lady's insane. And he's like, nah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes up and he goes in and he's like, hey. And he sees Barbie and they obviously know each other. And she's like, oh, have a drink. And he's like, it's 11 in the morning. <laughs> so it's 11 in the morning. Have yeah. a drink. <laughs> she just defends her alcoholism. No one wants to bring up later. And then he opens up the windows and it's bright outside. Like, it's a beautiful day yeah outside she's just like thanks for the weather report (laughs) bye (laughs) and then she like they have the conversation like there's something wrong with you sitting in here watching your own movie mr weiss as you want to call him is just like you need to watch you need to stop watching your own movies all day because it's horrifying everybody you've ever met and she's like, there's nothing wrong with me. I can quit whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, he asked her, what movies did you watch? And she names them. And he's like, oh, so that one was in 1933. And yeah, he just was in 1934. Trivia. And she's like, okay, I get it. So they were in the mid-30s. What are you trying to say, dude? And, of course, this is 1959. So he's like, I'm saying, like, it's Stop. not 1934 anymore, honey. <laughs> yeah. And then, um... And so then she kind of gets annoyed, but then they leave and he's like, look, uh, I set up this, I couldn't really tell, an audition or a meeting with a movie producer. Right. And she's like, oh, you're such a nice guy and a loyal friend. I'm kind of in love with you in my own selfish, malicious way. I love that that was really just saying, hey, Danny, we will never be together. Just so you know, I like that you did this really nice thing for me and I'm totally going to take advantage of it. We will never be together. Yeah. It was it was pretty shitty. And then he, like, <laughs> then he does call her out like, hey, it's been 25 years since you've been successful. Maybe you should, like, just accept whatever they're going to tell you. And yeah. she was like, we'll see. And then she kisses him, which I guess was just the way of saying goodbye. Even sure. though they we'll went go. We'll go together to the audition. But anyways. <laughs> So then it cuts to a new scene, and we're in this really cool little studio, mm-hmm. um, and there's a man there, and he comes... Well, an office. Office, yeah. Yeah. And he, he lets... The, there's a knock at the door. He goes up. He lets them in. 
it turns out it's Barbie and uh, I already forgot his name, Danny. Danny. I want to say that I was really scared that she that he was going to be like, and you're the grandmother. Oh. Yeah. She had to flip the table. <laughs> yeah. That, that turned bad pretty quickly. He was like, so I got you this part. It's kind of a small role, but it's a good one. And she's like, I don't take small roles, but I'll hear you out. And he's like, look, you'd be playing the main character's mother, somebody's mother. Yeah. And she freaks the fuck out. Yeah. She's like, how dare you offer no. me this? I'm a fucking star. I don't remember what she I said. I don't play mothers. I don't play bit roles. You know that. Yeah, and he's like, and then he like gets offended by what she's saying. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. Because he just did seem to like pull a trigger and he's like, oh, now I'm mad. But he yeah. like tells her off and he's like. You are a total prima donna, like <laughs> aging broad. Yeah, basically, what he said. He's, he's like, like basically, he if that... I gave you a part, it would be considered charity. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of mean. When you think... It's kind of mean, but it's not inaccurate. It's not inac- no. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole thing. Like he's not, he's in the wrong, but yeah, he shouldn't not... have said that. He definitely shouldn't have said that. Yeah. He could have had a little more tact. Yeah. I think is yeah. what I would say. He just was lacking any sort of tact when he did this, and. She storms out of the room, obviously upset because he called her old, even though he's telling her to play like a 40-year-old mother. We have already accepted that this lady's in her 50s, I think they said. Just like, accept who you are, but never mind. Doesn't matter. Um, And then she leaves, and then Danny's like, you, sir, Uh, are a fucking piece of shit. When when you need help and you're begging me for it, I'm gonna kick you in the mouth. And I'm like, that guy's never gonna need your help, Danny. No, <laughs> like, no. stop it. Your words are falling on deaf ears, but, but thanks for this moral support. Yeah. And I thought this was a really important moment because that shows Danny's allegiance to Barbie. Yeah. Barbie literally just told off who I'm guessing is the only person in Hollywood right now. Yeah. yeah. Or at least willing, the only one is willing to yeah. give her a job. Yeah. That she used to work with and that she also burned bridges with. Multiple times, yeah. We we learned that earlier. She was like, yeah, he called me the hardest person to deal with ever. And we were like, oh, good for him. (laughs) And so, like, that's who Danny... Danny was trying to convince her to take the role. And then after she freaked out and said, I won't take small roles. And the man's like, look, I've tried to give you this role. You're just being a bitch. Very Mm -hmm. rudely. Mm -hmm. Danny stayed on her side the whole time. Yeah. I think it was a very strong moment for his character. I think what... Something that bothers me is we never really establish what Danny does. Like, is he an he's agent? Her agent? Okay. Yeah. He's but he's agent. in love with her, I yeah. think. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, yeah. that's why he's so, like, he, he like, br- brings up her age after she's, like, friend zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways. They go back to her house, and she's being all dramatic and just, like, standing yeah. there, and he's, um. He's, he's trying to, like calm her down, be nice to her. And she's so dramatic. She's like, are you talking about Marty Saul? He doesn't exist. That whole studio doesn't exist. Yeah, she uses those words <sighs> specifically. Like, this studio now got shut down because they told me off, even though I haven't been famous for 25 years. Yeah, That's... and I love, she just kind of goes on this rant about movies today and rock and roll and juke jukeboxes. She said yeah. jukeboxes like it was a dirty word. Yeah, she hates the changing times. <laughs> She hates him. And then she's like, you know what we should do? Let's, what what was it? Let's have a party and invite all of my old friends back. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, one of them's. Yeah, that's when he draws the line. (laughs) He's just like, one of them fucking died. (laughs) 
Two of them live in Chicago. One of them wants nothing to do with you. Things like that. He's yeah. just like, look, these people have moved on with their life. Maybe you should too. Yeah. And the thing is, is that he kind of starts to yell at her, like, um, you know, you're ridiculous. You've built this, you know, graveyard of dead dreams for yourself. And it's like, none of these things are ever going to happen. And she's like, listen, Danny. I'm going to be batshit. This is what's happening. (laughs) I'm just, I've decided that I want to be crazy. This is the 30s, okay? (laughs) Everything here you see is the 30s. This is the new reality. Yeah, and then he just leaves. Yeah, like, well, what do you, what do, you do? No. Yeah, it's like, wow, okay. I don't know, get her some fucking help. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he just leaves. And so, scene cuts, moves on, and we're back to her watching her own movies. Um, the maid comes again, and we realize it's now been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember why I knew she, it had because been a Because she her hair wasn't perfect anymore, and yeah. she was just in a robe. Yeah. Yes. So... It's been a while. She's in a robe. Her hair's not perfect. And uh, I don't know what happened after that. Hold on one second. There's like, they play a scene in the movie and she's kind of acting it out while she's watching it. Like, right. as, as the movie version of her fixes her hair, she's like pretending to fix her hair. Yeah. And it's, it's just very obvious that she's pretending that that's her. And then Danny comes back. Right. And yeah, and the maid lets him in and she's like, Danny, I think I'm going insane, but I keep seeing, like, I come in, the room's empty, and I think I see her on the screen. Yeah. And he's like, you're going insane. Yes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, both of you need to get out. You yeah. are losing your mind. Yeah. So, like, and then, so he goes upstairs because he um, set up a meeting with her co-star, Jerry. Jerry, That right. he want. they wanted, the whole time she was, like, Oh. Lusting over Jerry every yeah. time his Has name would come up. Has pictures on his pictures on the wall. She's watching the movies that she acted with yeah. him in. And this is the guy who's moved to Chicago, but he's here on business. And Mr. Weiss or Danny has convinced him to come and stop by. And she gets all excited. It's it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready. Look at my hair. And it's like, and it's so he's trying to tell her that she looks like shit without telling her that she looks like shit. It's like. You don't look like you've slept in a while. Yeah. And oh, it's she, like, he was like, don't like the merchandise? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, it just amazing. looks like merchandise that hasn't slept in a while and... Maybe babe. fucking sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as he did this in a very nice way, I think, because she hasn't slept in a while and she yeah. hasn't bathed in a while. She's supposed to look like shit. She just doesn't because it's a TV show. Right. Okay. <laughs> she. I want to look like that when I'm, like, having a bad day. Like... <laughs> like she yeah. still had it pretty together. Like, the worst thing was, like... Her hair her, was... Yeah, her braid out. wasn't all the way done. <laughs> yeah, she didn't like... have, like, a nice, perfect bun. But anyway, so, like, when he tells her Jerry's there, she goes to get ready. And then when she sees him, he is, like, 90 years old somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is much older they, than she is. The glasses. Like, they gave him, like, these bottle frame or <laughs> yeah. bottle glasses and like I his hair like, is receding i feel like it's unlikely that this actor that was like the top actor you know in the 30s yeah now in the late 50s is this bad yeah maybe it, he's a heavy smoker you don't know yeah but so, I, I feel like you see actors to be fair and they're kind of vain so I feel like even when you go off and but he hasn't own a been chain an actor of, yeah but even when you go off and own a chain of supermarkets it's usually like 
that it's that one that's like, oh, yeah. he used to be an actor. That's why he looks that good. Yeah. I do want to point out the guy who plays that guy was a very well-renowned stage actor for a long time. But, okay. And it was in the 30s, so he is literally playing himself. Okay. His name's not Jerry. I can't remember his name offhand. I can look it up, but he was not like this huge. He wasn't like a superstar superstar, but he was playing himself. Okay. So... Weird um, that he got so old so fast. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> um, I don't know why. I just, I love her face when she sees him and she's just like devastated that he yeah. has gotten she old. She doesn't even hide it very No, well. not yeah. even a little bit. And she starts yeah. talking about it like, you know, you kind of always picture that people are always going to look the same and then they don't. And yeah, she, well, <laughs> I thought you were going to be here in like an army uniform with yeah, a Yeah, she tried to save it. She tried to save it. Like, I thought you were going to be dressed differently. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then she. She just couldn't do it. And yeah. so <laughs> she when, was like, I thought we might make another movie in this 30 seconds of us meeting. And he's like, I retired. I run grocery stores now. And that's <laughs> the worst thing in the world to her. She's mm-hmm. like, grocery stores. How nice. And you can see, like, she's like, ew. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. No. She, she hates him for it. Yeah. And, um, and she breaks down in front of him she goes up to his old picture which is hanging on her living room wall which you would think he might comment on but never mind (laughs) um and she just starts like kind of petting it and she was like he's the one i wanted yeah not you but this man's dead yeah she's like this man is dead you're dead to me and he just kind of like calmly walks up to her and he's like it was nice to see you and leaves (laughs) i think it's pretty obvious to everybody you know what i bet you danny gave him like a a a warner yeah She's not well. Because she was nuts in this scene. Yeah. Very well. I thought this was one of the best acted scenes we've seen in the Twilight Zone thus far. Best, yeah. One of the best acted episodes yeah. thus far, in my opinion. But, like, I almost felt bad for her when she saw him. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, it didn't ha- It didn't work. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thought that, that maybe yeah. she'd see him and be- come back to reality, but no, she's no. just worse now. Okay. So then um, he leaves, Jerry leaves. And I think Danny leaves too. And she goes back into her uh, little cocoon movie room. And she's like, man, I wish I was in this movie. And then like the word wish goes into that. Like wish, wish, And like the camera gets all foggy and everything. And And then the screen blurs and it cuts. Yeah. And now we're back at the maid knocking on the door. With her coffee tray. With the coffee. And then she goes in. She's looking around. The room's empty. Very, very empty. And then she turns and she looks at the... But the projector's still going. Yeah. So she looks at what the projector's playing, and then she drops her tray and just screams like bloody murder. Yeah. And then the scene cuts. (laughs) We don't know what she's looking. She's so (laughs) overacted. I was like, I couldn't. Yeah. Oh my god. Right after I compliment this episode. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, Aside from Sally, was Sally. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Just let's take it down a notch, Sally. (laughs) Everybody else was good. Like, like I said, that was a really good scene where she's Mm -hmm. like losing it and the whole thing. But like, the right after that with Sally, it was like really Mm -hmm. okay. But so like yeah, she screams and the next scene, Danny's there and she's like, oh, she's like she's gone. Like I swear she's nowhere. The maid Sally's like she's nowhere in this house. She is not here. Not the way that you and I are here. Yeah. And Danny's like, fine, I'll watch this movie because for some reason that's his first go-to reaction. I'm sure she told him to watch it. But yeah. Yeah. So he turns the movie on, and slowly it turns out that the movie playing is. Like a film of her house? Right. 
And um, it's a bunch of people walking in, and we recognize some of them um, from the movies. And they're all in costumes, all like you know, movie costumes. Yeah, and Jerry's there in his uh, yeah in a army uniform with his wonderful feather sticking out mm-hmm. of his hat. Mm-hmm. But she's wearing the same dress that she had been wearing in the scene before. So she's, she's yeah, her. she shows up. She's her as herself. Yeah, yeah. She shows up to greet all these people, and it's just her as herself. I'm gonna have a party by the pool. Yeah. And so they all start to leave the house, and Danny's like, all of a "Oh shit, so Barbie! Afraid. Yeah, get, get the fuck out of the screen! Like, don't do this, Barbie. What are you doing? Come back!" And then she turns and she kisses her scarf and throws it. It's so dramatic. Yes, yeah, so dramatically. Yeah. So She's such a dramatic. Turns away <laughs> and goes to her party by the pool. Yeah. Off screen. Off yep. screen. Yeah. And, and then... I love how he accepts it. Yeah, he, he kind like, of accepts it. Sits down in his chair. He turns off the projector, and he's just like, "Huh." Yeah, these are the like calmest people. <laughs> like, well, aside from Sally. Well, yeah. <laughs> but even Sally was like, after, especially after he just shrugged it off, she was just like, "I guess this is reality now." I like, don't have a job anymore. <laughs> yeah, she went into yeah. the movie. Yeah, and it was just like, "All right, then." She went into the movie. It wasn't like, like I feel like if that shit happened, I would be freaking out. I'd be denying reality. Yeah. I'd be like, "This isn't real." What? No. What's the real thing? This is a pr-. like. I would not believe it. And they're just like, "Oh well." I'm not sure <laughs> this how is what much happened. he believed it until the next scene. He goes into the room where the film was taking place, and he yeah. finds the scarf she threw on the ground, and he's just like, "Huh." And then he smiles. And he says something about uh, wishes coming true. Yeah. Uh And so he's smiling and he's like, I'm glad your wish came true is basically how it ended. Yeah. And then Rod Sterling. 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 Mm -hmm. Rod Sterling starts to talk and he's like, man, wasn't that a crazy episode? (laughs) (laughs) Can I just this say, happen in the twilight? I I just want to walk around with a scarf in my hand from now on. <laughs> so like, that you can see people. The whole episode, I was like, "What?" She she had that scarf in her hand the whole time. Yeah, and she's it. just walking around with her scarf, and I'm just like, I want to just be that diva. <laughs> just like walk around with a scarf wrapped around my hand. <sighs> I didn't even notice the scarf. <laughs> I didn't even notice it when she threw it on the ground. I thought she blew him a kiss. So, so yeah. So much more dramatic. All right. So, moving on then. Kay, what did you think the twist was? I thought it was her going into the movie um, at the end. Because that's not supposed to happen, but it did. So, that's a twist. All right. Yeah. I, I agree. I would agree, but he found the scarf. You think that was I it? I think that was the twist, because it was like... This actually, I guess yeah. it's that she went in the movie, but it actually happened. Yeah. Like, and there's that yeah, Twilight Zone thing. Yeah, she didn't just disappear. She yeah. didn't just, like, run. She's not just crazy in the streets somewhere. Which, by the way, Sally, she disappears. You call him, you don't call the police. <laughs> I would call him, too. <laughs> I would call him as well, yeah. but I would also call the police. I mean, the, the police. police might not want, oh, how long has she been gone? A couple hours. No, but she's in the movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I think I the would police call would call first. Sally crazy. <laughs> But yeah, so, there, it wasn't a very strong twist twist, but we can get into that later. Right. Alright, so, um, what was your favorite part, Rebecca? Um, probably when the maid screamed and dropped the tray, and it's just like <laughs> this moment of complete terror of, like, seeing her, like, woman she's working for on the screen. It was just so dramatic, and so, I don't know. Right. It was intense. 
Chelsea? I, I'm kind of torn I, I of what my actual favorite scene was. It's, it's be toss-up between her actually going crazy and being like, you're dead to me! <laughs> like, this man in the picture is who I want. And... <laughs> And her, like, telling Danny before that, listen, this is the 30s, <laughs> this is the new reality. And, like, because I just feel like that's a that's a whole new level of, like, commitment to being crazy. <laughs> just like, listen, I've had enough with sanity, this is it, Danny. I'm just cool with this. <laughs> <laughs> my, I'm also torn with my favorite parts. I love that opening uh, Sterling monologue. Oh, yeah, so it was nice. That... That's one of them, but I guess my favorite moment was the scene where the husband confronted the Hollywood agent, and you not husband, Danny confronted the Hollywood agent, and he's like, you can go fuck yourself when you need help, don't expect us to be there, because I, yeah. it was the moment where I'm like, that guy will do anything for her, mm-hmm. and she's about to leave his ass, like, because yeah. I knew, <laughs> you know that's like the next thing, like, it's just like, I'm like, I love that character, I love Danny's character a lot. I liked her character a lot. I knew it was kind of coming, and I was just like, oh, that's what she's going to give up to be fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, you got a lot going for you, lady. Come on. Just, just. Yeah. I, I agree. She had a lot going for her. So, um, episode factoids. Anyone besides me look shit up? You can say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> so, um, one thing that I... I didn't notice this because I hadn't I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but this is very much like Sunset Boulevard. That's what I was gonna say. Isn't yeah, she. So it's almost the exact same scenario. She mm-hmm. even has like the veil and everything. Yeah. Like all we're missing is some hack screenwriter, and it's the exact same story. Or Andrew Lloyd Webber, depending which version you like. But, <laughs> um, no, but the the composer who did the music for Sunset Boulevard also did the music for this episode. So they're so, not even trying to deny it. Yeah, they're not even <laughs> trying to hide it. And then um, the lady who played Barbie named Ida Lupino, mm-hmm. she was, she later, she goes back for a Twilight Zone episode in season five, which she directs. Ooh, she yeah. is the only person who directed an episode of the Twilight Zone and starred in an episode of the Twilight Zone. Wow. And she's the only woman to have directed an episode of the Twilight Zone. Nice. So nice. Go, girl. Go her. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, because we fucked up on Martin Landau last week, I guess it's important to note that Danny was played by Martin Balsam, who is also an Oscar winner. What? Um, did he win for 12 Angry Men? I don't remember. Uh... Either one for 12 Angry Men or Psycho or maybe some other movie that I've never heard of because that's kind of how it always happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a little while ago. Um, and he was also in... Was he in All in the... F- he, he had something to do with All, All in the Family. I think he was in the weird spinoff that happened with Archie and his little girl. I read this. I, <laughs> I was not very alive during Archie's Bunker show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was called Archie's Bunker's Place and he was in it. Wait, okay. Archie Bunker's Place, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very, not, very right. not like this. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Just a racist sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It's funny because I saw 12 Angry Men. I didn't uh, recognize him. He's one of the jurors. Okay. So uh, he's, they're all he's one the of the one jurors. He's the one that's not There's Henry Fonda. <laughs> yeah, he's not Henry he's Fonda. He's one of the Angry Men. <laughs> yeah. I think he might have been like the football coach or something. I don't remember. No, okay. the football coach or the bigger. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's cool. So, Chelsea... Yeah. Scale of one to five. Rate the episode. Rate the whole episode or just the twist? 
episode first, then the twist. Okay. We do it um, the same every week. I don't know. <laughs> we do our I wasn't part even first. awake last time. <laughs> we should do our favorite part first. We already did favorite parts. We did our, oh, we did. Yeah. I'm not awake this time. Apparently <laughs> not. <laughs> you went first. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. Oh. Chelsea, rate the <laughs> Chelsea, rate the episode. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, in anticipation of, of even better episodes, I really like this episode, though. I'm going to give it a four. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I I liked the acting and I liked the twists. I just this was it just was very unoriginal because it is exactly Sunset Boulevard with a different ending. You know, it like even the set looked like they could have used the exact same set and this only happened 9 years later. So it's like I I had to give it a 2 cuz I did like it. I just it lacked a lot of originality for me. So I actually don't know which came first between this and Sunset No, Sunset Boulevard, Boulevard was yeah, 1950. Definitely. I looked okay. that up. I watched Sunset Boulevard after I watched this just to, <laughs> to watch the comparisons. I was like, this reminds me of Sunset Boulevard. I'm going to go watch that. And it's like almost frame for frame. Like it's wow. There's a, not a lot of originality in this episode. So As much as you're probably right, and I feel like that would hurt it if I was more familiar with Sunset Boulevard, I'm going to agree with Chelsea. I'm going to give it a four. Um, I really love these characters. I really loved um, Barbie. The actress was just fantastic. And I thought it kind of, you know, it's it's still relevant. The whole concept of this person who won't give up their fame, who won't change with the times, who won't accept who they are, and have put themselves in this bubble of, like, basically everyone will say yes to them to the point where now they have nobody left besides their agent and their maid. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you see a lot of that in TV shows and movies, that kind of concept. And this was 1959, and they mailed it and it happens in real life yeah <laughs> i don't know anyone like and it's right there's only like nine women of 50 plus who can still work in hollywood right and as long as you're not tiny and gorgeous then yeah exactly you're not and really useful and she was gorgeous yeah like, I, she just was not 20 so yeah. she was no longer castable which is still a major issue in hollywood so it's it holds up it's still relevant yeah kind of pathetic that it's still relevant yeah all right so um rate the twist rebecca i'm gonna give this twist a three i i did like it um i guess i didn't necessarily like how it unfolded because we it's hard to say for sure that she really did go into the film until the moment that the scarf hits which almost makes me want to agree with you that finding the scarf was more of a twist than her going in because Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just like, the whole time I felt like the maid was expecting this to happen and we had no idea why to think she was expecting this to happen, so when it did happen, it's almost like, no, the maid's just crazy, and then it was true, and I guess the way it unfolded to me was not entirely satisfying, but I did like what did happen, so I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to give it a three because, like, they pretty much almost told us the twist before it happened because the maid had already said like oh I I swear sometimes I I feel like I've seen her I see her on that screen and it was just like well that's what's happening like it it." so then when it happened it was like well you told us this would happen so yeah yeah yeah, I just I'm gonna give I wanted to be more surprised like I I didn't want to be told 
through the worst foreshadowing in the <laughs> universe that, that she was on the screen and that she had be you know gone into the <laughs> film. I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. I I agree. It it's just not a powerful twist. It's like, yeah, that's how this episode is gonna. From the first moment when the maid walked in the first time and she can't find her, she comes out from behind the screen. Like, that's foreshadowing in itself. We find out that the maid openly says, I'm pretty sure she keeps going into the movies. Yeah. And he, he's just like, you're crazy. And I'm like, it's the Twilight Zone. It's happening. Yeah. And, yeah, I I almost missed the twist, honestly. To the point where I was like, yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. I didn't even see the scarf thing, which I think is a bigger deal than yeah. the fact that she was actually in the movie. Um, I love the episode, but the twist itself was not great for me. Makes sense. All right. So, we're not allowed to recommend Sunset Boulevard. Why not? <laughs> because we already fucking did, like, you tell us. <laughs> but anything besides Sunset Boulevard is fair game, and I'm going to recommend The Aviator. The Aviator? Yeah, it does, oh. does a good job at showing kind of the descent into insanity and locking yourself in a... In a projector room. In a projector room. I was thinking of that, too. Yeah, it, it's very reminiscent of that... Or the aviator is very reminiscent of this, mm -hmm. and um, Leo is my favorite. So. <laughs> is that Scorsese too? Yep, Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> and I can't Sterling. even get Rob Sterling right. Don't don't try to. <laughs> I I guess I'd recommend something like The Neverending Story or Last Action Hero because those both involve just kind of going oh, into yeah. a book or going into a movie. Which is what happens in this. So Last if you like, hero. <laughs> if you like stories where people get sucked into movies or books, then those are two options for you. I highly recommend the book Never Ending Story. The movie in the eighties was awesome, but if you read the book, it's even awesomer. So sure. Well, Alex awesome. stole mine, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll right. double it. We'll, we'll double on Aviator. Doubling down. <laughs> yeah, we actually don't talk about our recommendations beforehand. Maybe mm -hmm. we can't. So. <laughs> Um, I just want to point out that the past two episodes, Rebecca, for this one, did Last Action Hero. I did not do Last Action no, Hero No, this last one, one you did Last Action Hero. Last one you did Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of those movies are relatively reminiscent of those to me. You get sucked in. No, that makes sense. It makes no, more it makes sense. sense. Because, because she was, he was in the movie. Yeah. No, I get it. You just find, like, one part of it, and you're like, that's what? it. It's fantastic. You wouldn't let me recommend Sunset Boulevard. I was well, going to recommend obvious. Sunset Boulevard. I needed to put, give you If a you want to watch the movie that was made in the 50s, it's good. You can also see it as a musical. Well, I don't know wherever where. Wherever it might be playing. <laughs> I don't think that play has been performed in 50 Lord years. It was, it was definitely not 50 years ago. It was, like, 20. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know musicals. <laughs> At all. All right, before we just devolve into discussing what's a musical and, and when it played, it <laughs> we'll just let you go back to your lives. Or not lives. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe your movies. Ooh. Yeah, go to Ooh. your weird Maybe if you wish you're... hard enough, you can get sucked into your yeah. favorite movie. Go into your own insanity. Just be like, this is how crazy I'm going to be. Guys, it's Everybody the 90s deal again. with it. All right, when you're in my apartment, we are in the yeah, 90s again. Nothing, Accept it. Nothing but Power Rangers and... <laughs> and in-sync posters. 
weird. Rebecca has a lot of Backstreet Boy posters. <laughs> All right, and on that, don't get caught in the Twilight don't Zone. Don't get caught in the Twilight Zone. Bye, Zoners. Bye.